I'm Mary Kinsella, host of Her Engineering Career Podcast, helping women engineers like you confidently command greater influence and impact. Good day, everyone. Welcome to Her Engineering Career Podcast. I've been thinking about my experience as a woman engineer over the years and how things have or have not changed. I'd like to share some of that with you to give you some insight for your own career. This is episode 23, and you can find the show notes for today at herengineeringcareer.com slash 23. I watched Picture a Scientist not too long ago on PBS. It's an excellent documentary about discrimination against women scientists. I recommend you see it. The show's creators, Sharon Shattuck and Ian Cheney, did a great job of capturing what many women face in the science workplace. They highlighted that words and actions fueled by bias and stereotype keep women in the science community from accomplishing their goals and reaching their dreams. In the STEM fields, there are relatively few women scientists, but there are even fewer women engineers. I can certainly relate to this documentary. Shattuck and Cheney used an iceberg analogy to refer to the types of discrimination that women scientists face. Incidences of discrimination above the waterline are blatant and unmistakable, such as the brutal verbal and emotional abuse suffered by geologist Dr. Jane Willenbring from her research professor. In the iceberg analogy, there's much more below the waterline than above it. That is, the more common incidents of discrimination are below the waterline. They're subtle, but still undermining, uncomfortable, and distressing. Examples from picture scientists include the unfair practices at MIT encountered by molecular biologist Dr. Nancy Hopkins and the subtle exclusions encountered by analytical chemist Dr. Rachel Burks. Incidences below the waterline are seemingly no big deal. They're dismissed all the time, even by women themselves who don't want to draw the wrong kind of attention over something so subtle. These are incidences like not being included on an email, obscene gestures, not being invited to collaborate, remarks about bodies, etc. But subtle or not, it's still discrimination. Like we talked about in episode 16 about why women leave engineering Getting work done and making progress in your career while constantly dealing with these subtle incidences is not easy. By the way, you can find that episode at herengineeringcareer.com slash 16. When I began my engineering career three decades ago, it was hard to deal with the attitudes and the comments, spoken and unspoken. It's exhausting. In the show, they referred to facing a headwind. Dr. Willenbring's story about trying to climb a gravel-covered slope was a great analogy for the overall struggles of women scientists and engineers. 
I felt I always had to be on my guard. It caused me to lose trust in people, to put up extra armor to protect myself. It caused me to second-guess and sometimes give up on potential opportunities. I didn't know how to handle that stress very well. At the time, I thought that that was just how it had to be. I also thought things could only get better. But have they? Are you facing any of these issues in your engineering career? According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the number of women in engineering is only 15%, representing an increase of only a few percentage points between 1990 and 2019. And the number of women in computing actually dropped in that time frame. 30 years later, we're still talking about many of the same issues. This is evident in the documentary, and it's quite disappointing. It makes me wonder, have we made any progress at all? And is it helping you? Looking back, though, I do think there's a subtle difference between then and now. I think the issues have evolved somewhat. When I started my job at the lab, the focus for me and for many women engineers was getting in, getting a foot in the door. And while the door wasn't closed exactly like it was in previous decades, it wasn't completely open either. We wanted just to be allowed to be there. I was concerned with things like how to blend in, how to be an engineer like the men are engineers, how to not be too different, how to show competence, how to convince others that I could do this job how to manage a family while excelling as an engineer without drawing attention to the priorities of parenthood. Today, we place more emphasis on being included as ourselves and contributing who we are and what we have. While the issues are similar, I'm guessing you're more concerned with how women engineers contribute and lead how to get acknowledgement and recognition for your work, the level of support you'll get for work and life integration, availability of opportunities and upward mobility, mentorship and sponsorship, fairness of salaries. You're concerned with inclusion, but rather than just how to blend in, it's more, can I be myself and still be included? So there have been some subtle changes. By the way, the use of the word inclusion in this context is fairly recent. 30 years ago, we didn't really use that word. Again, we were more worried about getting in and getting the job. The idea of inclusion came much later. Back in October, I attended the WE21 conference, the world's largest conference for women engineers, in Indianapolis. Looking through the session tracks, you see headers like advocacy and diversity, equity, and inclusion. You wouldn't have seen these 30 years ago. These kinds of ideas were just emerging. 30 years later, we're talking about the discrimination of women in science and engineering more. Now, there's emphasis on bias awareness and the topics of advocacy and DE&I. 
Events in the last couple years have raised awareness of these issues and spurred action for the better. But I expected more in 30 years. I never dreamed that we would still be struggling to feel included in the engineering field. I thought the organizational climate would be welcoming to women engineers by now. I thought people would be able to picture an engineer with less bias and stereotype. Nevertheless, the women before you have set the stage, and now you can take it from here. And even if it's not your intent, you will make progress and set the stage for the women who follow you. Before I recap, I want to go over the resources for today. You might want to check out the show notes this time at herengineeringcareer.com slash two three, and that's where you'll find all the links. First, I've included a link to the trailer for Picture a Scientist. The documentary is available through a couple streaming sources, so Google it to find out how you can watch online in your area. Second, if you're interested in the We21 conference, you can still get access to the virtual content. I've included a link to that. You need to register, but you can get a 50% discount on the price by using a code, which will also be included in the show notes. Third, I've included a link to the Census Bureau article. There you can get more data about women in STEM fields. And finally, in addition to show notes, there are three links you can check out from my website, herengineeringcareer.com. I have strategy sessions available at herengineeringcareer.com slash strategy. These are 90-minute focus sessions during which we can discuss a topic of your choice related to your engineering career. These are great when you need to get unstuck or do some brainstorming or change your perspective on a particular issue. So check out the strategy sessions. You can explore my signature program at herengineeringcareer.com slash work-with-mary. This is an in-depth program where I offer coaching and strategy that is tailored for your engineering career needs. You'll find that my signature program will catapult your career and provide a significant return on your investment. So check out my signature program. And lastly, you can sign up for my email list at herengineeringcareer.com slash subscribe and get a free copy of my guide, Four Steps to Start Commanding Greater Influence and Impact as a Woman Engineer. If you're on my email list, you'll get a weekly message about my latest podcast episode and very occasionally other information. You can, of course, unsubscribe at any time. All right, now let's recap, shall we? Today, we took a look at how far women have come in engineering in the last few decades. By way of review of the documentary, Picture a Scientist, we talked about the issues women face in science and engineering. Next, we compared then and now how these issues have changed over the years. I hope these insights are helpful for you. Next time on Her Engineering Career Podcast, we'll start looking into work and life integration, a topic I know many of you have been waiting for. I'll be back next week with episode 24. Thanks for listening. 
That's our show for this week. Please help other women engineers by sharing this podcast on social media, rate it five stars, and give it a nice review.